Every year, Tourism Ireland puts a lot of effort into promoting Ireland abroad. And over the last number of years, an effort has been directly targeting Canada and the success rate has been phenomenal. Irish uh, interest in Canada has grown greatly in the last number of years to the extent that uh, what would be traditional uh, package holidays etc are one side of the story but there are many other sides of the story and Siobhan Byrne Lirat is one of the founders of Adams and Butler and we're going to hear a little about the kind of vacation that they plan for people who want to go to Ireland. Siobhan, thanks a million for coming along. And I know you're about to participate, Adams Butler, about to participate in the Tourism Ireland mission to Canada. We are, and um, it's visiting Montreal, London and Halifax. So we go to Canada about two or three times a year, and it's our second biggest market after the USA, so it's really, really important to us. And you've seen that market grow practically exponentially over the last number of years. Oh, definitely. And uh, with us as well, we're what they call in the trade an incoming tour operator. So we're based in situ. We do the UK as well as Ireland because a lot of people from Canada do, uh, like they visit the UK when they're visiting Ireland or they visit Northern Ireland. So we do all of the, the British Isles as such. Um, but what we found is that we get a lot of inquiries from the travel agent. So if someone in Canada you know, wants to visit Ireland, they get onto their travel agent and then their travel agent books us. So we're part of the different consortia like Ensemble, Virtuoso, you know, travel leaders, all of the, the consortia in Canada. But in addition, our private business from clients in Canada is hugely growing. Every year, it's at least quadrupling the business. And what's very funny is often we see that the Canadians spend much more when they actually book than even the Americans. They, they really... They, they want the better things in life. They enjoy the experiences, the food and dining, the, you know, the whiskey tasting. We do a lot of things whereby, for example, you can have you know, an afternoon tea with the Guinness family or the Jemison whiskey family. And they like doing that type of thing as well. And often they will go for better quality rooms um, than the average traveller. They really do uh, look after themselves when they travel. And they don't just go to the usual spots. Like They tend to go off the beaten track. They go to the northwest to the heartlands of Ireland, areas that not everyone travels to. So they're more sort of experiential and uh, more adventurous when they travel. And given how Ireland has improved its product in the tourist industry over the last number of years, as you mentioned, if someone wants to have the experience of um, the Guinness environment or some of the castles and the higher end, your access and your ability to pull together what would be a very high-end type vacation is one of the things you would specialise in. I've lost you there. Okay, I'll repeat that, Siobhan. Um, so, given yeah. how, as you mentioned, the Canadians are looking for a higher quality experience. You have a portfolio of what would be very high quality products to offer them. We do. We work with all the hotels. So there isn't a hotel in Ireland we don't work with. And because we're a tour operator, we get contract rates, so it's much cheaper than if clients were to book directly. So we'd work that most of our business is four and five star. 
But if the clients wanted to go to, say, you know, an, an, a hotel in the middle of nowhere because they're attending a wedding there or, they're, you know, one of their ancestors came from there, we can include that in the itinerary. So we do them with driver guides or we can do self-drive or a combination of both because sometimes people want to drive themselves but they want one or two days with the driver just to give themselves a break or so that they can, you know, have a drink, etc. Um, we, so as well as all the hotels, then we would work with a range of properties that you can rent. So a lot of people, they might be traveling as a couple, they might be traveling as, you know, a couple with two or three children, or maybe two small families traveling together, or it's th- like a, a grandmother, grandfather arranging for three generations to travel together. So sometimes it makes better financial sense to rent a property like you have to rent from Saturday to Saturday. It's not like that anymore. You can rent a lovely property for four days and add on hotels at either end so that if one sister, you know, fancies going hiking, she can do that at the beginning of her trip, stay with the other family, and then at the end, again, they can go off and do their own thing. So it gives you sort of a base that you can use for exploring an area. So the best places for sort of rental properties will be obviously Cork, Kerry, Wicklow, the coastlands, but also in the centre of the country. And then you can do, say, Galway, you could do Shannon, North Cork, you know, Kilkenny, those areas as well from one base. And if you're travelling as a three generations together, and say if the grandparents were that bit older or you had a young baby, well, then it gives you access to a room all day without someone coming in to clean the room or, you know, to check out early or check out late. Um, so that you know, some people can stay at home whilst the others do different day trips that day. Siobhan, I can only imagine that there will be an increase in demand for golfing holidays. And I noticed on your website, as I scroll through the images, you're, quite a few castles appear and you can arrange those. So um, that market, which might combine the castle and the golf, would be something that I'm sure you'd be working on. Oh, definitely. And you've got fantastic golf courses in Ireland. Like what we try and do is that even if they're serious golfers, we try and introduce a good local course. Because, you know, when people are, you know, out at a dinner party and they're saying, oh, I played Bally Bunyan, I played, you know, Port Rush, etc. And the other person might have played those as well. But it's lovely when a golfer discovers a hidden gem themselves and they can tell their friends and family about it. So like a lot of our people, they might play golf twice a day or they might just play golf once or twice on, during their whole vacation, their whole trip. So we would find, I think one time we you know, calculated it, and it was about 68% of the people that travel with us actually book golf. And uh, they enjoy it. And there's other things as well. We can arrange for a local person to play with a golfer. If you have a lone golfer in a party, we can arrange for a local member of the club to play with them. And when you go into the clubhouse, you know, as, as an outsider, it's hard to mingle. But when you're introduced to the people in the clubhouse by a local member. You know, all of a sudden you're part of the action and it's a completely different experience. The other thing, by the way, which is really taking off as well, is fishing. So we have a lot of people sort of like, you know, a father and son trip or a grandfather and a grandson trip and they come over and they do fishing. So it could be either fly fishing, you know, river fishing, etc., even deep sea fishing. Um, so a lot of that type of thing we organise as well. So I take it then that the waters in Ireland, the fish stock is coming back because I remember many years ago that along the Shannon you would literally have uh, fishers, fishermen coming in, particularly from England at that time, and they'd nearly be sitting around every 20 yards or so. Uh, there were so many of them. 
No, it's not like that. It's not crowded at all. Um, it's 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 a very enjoyable. Um, and places like Blackwater, the Blackwater River, you know, in uh, Cork and Waterford, etc., or up in the Galway area like Balnehinch. And in those places as well, you can actually fish. And then the chef in the local hotel will cook your catch for you as well, which is great. Um, some people actually get their fish smoked. And then they get it sent home after it's smoked. Well, it's a, it's a process that takes a while, but they leave the fish in to be smoked and they get it sent back, um, you know, so that they can enjoy it when they go home. But other things as well, the gin renaissance is huge. Like, you've got this fantastic gin called Bertha's Revenge, and it's made out of milk. And it's made by a lovely country house called Ballyvalan, uh, down north of Cork City, a beautiful country house that has even glamping and it's really, really popular. But you've also, Jamison Distillery has, uh, Middleton has introduced their new gin called Methods and Madness. And uh, they actually got their interns uh, to develop this gin and again, very popular and it's a premium gin. Uh, the Dingle Gin, which is very good value, has won prizes all over the world. And uh, another one that's very popular is Gunpowder Gin and that's in Leitrim. Um, and what we often suggest if people want to do a gin tour, but they're also adventurous, is to actually stay in Sligo and go to visit one of the good houses like, you know, Cooper's Hill, which is a very good value country house belonging to the Blue Book, and then visit uh, Gunpowder Gin, which is just basically up the road. But actually, other things they can do there is there's monolithic tombs that they could visit, which are on a par with Newgrange. Uh, there's the Voyage Seaweed Baths. There's so many things in these, you know, what we would have considered isolated areas that are really spectacular and all the more enjoyable when you're the only one there, you know, yourself and your family or your loved one enjoying them. So, Siobhan, what I'm getting very much is a sense that the service that you're able to provide is that you actually get to know your client at a level that you have a feel for who they are and what they're seeking and are then able to put a package together to respond to that. You've, you've actually got us, you've hit the nail on the head. Everything we do is customized. So we always feel that clients shouldn't just see and do when they travel, but they should also feel and they should engage with local people. So, like, we're very much interested in when our clients stay in properties as well as staying in the more famous, iconic hotels like there, et cetera, that they discover the little hidden gems around the country as well. And the other thing is that when we have clients traveling with us, when they pay, you know, the invoice, that's not the end of the sale. For us, what's important is that we're in touch with them every day. And our driver guides actually tease us because they say only 1% of our clients actually follow the itinerary to the letter. Because when clients are traveling with us, we always say to them, nothing is set in stone. You never know six months or eight months in advance, you know, what energy levels you're going to have and eight months later. So that if you want to add more things in that day or take things out, or maybe, you know, you're in a local pub and you heard about some, you know, 15th century tapestry that your wife is obs would be obsessed with. Well, we can add that in. Or you discover that a long-lost relative came from an area which you didn't know about when you were doing the planning. We will try and incorporate that into the trip as well. So, like, every day we would talk to our clients and the driver guide or 
if they're a self-drive, we would talk to them as well, just to see are they happy with the next day touring? Is there any questions they want to ask? Are they worried about, you know, maybe a festival is on and they're worried about there being, you know, traffic in a certain area or whatever. Um, but it's, they feel reassured when they know that we're at the end of the phone whenever they want us. And every client that travels also gets my cell phone number, so they know they're getting me 24-7. And we also have a 1-800 number from Canada going into Ireland, into our office. And, uh, you know, during the weekends, it's always diverted to someone. And in the evenings as well, there's always, you know, one of us to answer the phones if clients ever need us. And this is a good time for us to mention that phone number is one eight hundred eight nine four five seven one two. And uh, when in Ireland, uh, you'll find it at one two eight eight nine three five five. The website is yeah. adamsandbutler.com. And I have to ask you, Siobhan, considering I don't see either Adams or Butler in your name and you're one of the founders, where did you come up with the name? Well, it's very funny because I did my MBA. And um, when I was doing my MBA, I decided to set up the company because we were having, we, like we had access to fantastic properties, but we didn't have the backup services like good driver guides, good private visits and things like this. So I decided to set up the company when I was doing my MBA and my thesis it became the business plan for the company. But what I had always suffered from was I have an Irish name, Siobhan. Now, it is more common, say, in Canada than in other places, but it has a very Irish spelling. So it's S-I-O-B-H-A-N, and the B-H is like a V. Um, so I would find that people would send me an email, and I wouldn't get it, and I'd ask them to resend it, and I still wouldn't get it. And it was always because the name was misspelled. So I decided that if I set up the name of a company, it would be it would have to have an Irish connotation. So both Adams and Butler are Irish surnames, family names. But in addition, then they'd have to be ones where there was, could be no misspellings, like no S's that could be Z's or no O's that could be O's, etc. So uh, we also wanted something at the beginning of the alphabet. And then there's an amazing uh, chocolate company in Ireland called Butler's Irish chocolates and I felt they had worked well marketing themselves around the world and you know a butler has that connotation of service so I thought using the name Adams and Butler if there was any you know association with the butler's Irish brand it would do us no harm so uh, that's how we came up with the name. Fantastic well Siobhan it's been great chatting with you and uh, I hope you you have continued success and uh, I hope the mission to Canada also yields lots of success. Well, thank you very, very much. To be honest, every time we go, it is successful. Like, we're just blown away with the interest in Ireland from Canadians. But we also enjoy ourselves. Like, I was in St. John's and Halifax the last time on a sales mission with Tourism Ireland, and we had such great fun. You know, there's so many lovely cities. We're going to Ottawa is a beautiful city, Montreal. Like, we're very lucky that we're going to, as well as, you know, meeting lovely Canadian people interested in travelling to Ireland, that we see parts of Canada that a lot of people don't always get to see. Indeed. And as I said, thanks a million for taking the time. Thank you very much. Take care.